With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. All right, everybody. Good evening. Good evening as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Did you guys know that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? What do you got to do? Visit Geico.com for a free rate. Quote, are you guys ready to roll? Are you ready to roll? Great sports talk radio night. I should get tweets tonight. Like I'm a rock star giving away $100 bills. Let me tell you how to tweet me tonight. Stinking genius one. S-T-I-N-K-I-N. Genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one. But if that's not good enough for your face, no, 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 no. Not tonight. Tonight, I've got to speak to this knucklehead. I've got to do it the old-fashioned way. That's fine. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. If you want to call it, coming up in about 20 minutes, that's 20 past the hour. Benjamin Albright stops on by NFL Draft, analyst, host of Mile High Radio uh, up in Denver, Colorado. We'll talk a little bit about the combine and just some of the news and notes that came out of there today. So we'll get that going. Of course, the Sega will join us in the last segment of the hour. We got Vegas Runner live from where else? Las Vegas. Oh, the playground for a Adults, that will be in hour number two. You'll have my picks coming up. And by the way, I am no longer the kiss of death. Did I, did I not say, did I not say by the time we get back on the air that Sean Miller would be back coaching Arizona to a Pac-12 championship and, and, uh, and um, Alonzo Trier would be reinstated uh, by Arizona or by the NCAA? Boom, boom. Yes, yes. Both uh, right off the bat. And I want to tell you something. First of all, congratulations to my Arizona Wildcats. Let me start there. Congratulations to my Arizona Wildcats for winning the Pac-12 championship. They're going to go on and win the Pac-12 tournament. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Don't do that. 
We're not, we didn't even play a good game today against Cal. We were much better than Cal. I'll give Cal a lot of credit. Arizona Wednesday. Congratulations to Sean Miller and the Arizona Wildcats. Uh, I can't wait for the Pac-12 tournament to start. I'm watching the UCLA-USC game. I'm going to keep you updated on that. I, I just want to say this. Uh, first of all, I, I love that Sean Miller uh, came out with the full denial. I love the way he came out and laid it down right in front of the cameras. You always say to yourself, if if this guy is innocent, why did he just come out and say, hey, I did nothing wrong? Why don't you just come out and deny it? Why don't you just come out and tell us what happened? Could Sean Miller have made it any more plain that there is no shenanigans going on with the University of Arizona program, nor any of the athletes, or any? did it leave any doubt in your mind? Because I got to tell you something, it left no doubt in my mind, none whatsoever. None whatsoever. I loved the way he came out and laid. What, what, Ryan? What, what's the problem, Raider what's Ryan? He, first of all, that's not my name, it's Papa Bear. But second of all, what's he supposed to say? Yeah, I did it, I'm guilty. Hey, fans, come on down and arrest me. No, I'm Sean Miller. No, listen to me. You you don't call a press conference like that. And by the way, you know, I really believe uh, that DeAndre Ayton uh, is completely exonerated and has done nothing wrong. And that is being invent. That was investigated by the FBI for six months. What? What? The only thing he did wrong is he he didn't ask for more money. <laughs> oh, jeez. You know. I- Anyway, let me just get to this first. I just want to say congratulations. I'm glad Sean Miller came out like that. Look, either you believe him or you don't. And I'm on I'm on Team Miller. I believe him 100%. Uh, I think he's telling the truth. I think he's uh, being railroaded or whatever you want to call it. I, I, I can't wait. Are we ever going to hear this alleged wiretap? Is that ever going to be released or... For the rest of our lives, we're never going to hear this. I mean, I, I got to assume someday, soon, too, that we're going to hear the full audio tape of this. And then I guess we could all make up our minds. But I'm, I'm glad Sean Miller came out on that. Now, let me, can I just say this real quick? Because I, it just bugs the crap out of me. Uh, when I was listening to uh, uh, Rob Parker and Brian No before me, and, you know, they were talking about, whether the kids should get paid and how much they should get paid and stuff like this. And look, I think the kids should get a stipend and get some money and, and that also. I'm, I'm not saying they should get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars out there. But it, but it was just killing me because when a caller called up and said, well, you know, they're getting a, a four-year, five-year uh, college education, and both of them just kind of swept it off going, oh, like it's no big deal. You want to go ahead and start texting me now. How many of you owe money from your college education because you didn't get it for free? How much you're paying back on your student loan? And if we're going to pay the top three, four, five guys, let's say in college basketball, then what about the five knuckleheads at the end of the bench that never see playing time unless it's a 35-point lead and they get to come in with 35 seconds left of the game? What am I to do then? Should I start yanking their scholarships and say, well, you don't really need those five knuckleheads. They're just there to root you on and practice with the team. So, wow, what is wrong? I'm just, I can't say anything right tonight, huh? What is wrong with you, Arnie? I mean, uh, 
all those other people that aren't playing basketball, ask those people this question. Are they generating billions of dollars for a company? You know, are you know, they? What, what about people that go to the university that go out and become like famous actors or I don't know, maybe famous doctors, maybe one finds a cure for cancer or something like that. I don't know. Maybe that's good publicity for, you know, a university. How many great athletes are coming out of Harvard or Yale? Right. But yet everybody wants to go there. Did I miss a great athlete coming out of Columbia or Penn that's playing in the NBA? No, but yet everybody strives for a college education from one of the Ivy Leagues out there. And it's not because some great athlete is coming out of there. I mean, you got to understand, you know, you, you want to start paying. Look, I'm not against that. You want to give them a stipend, that's fine. You want to even pay them a little bit, that's fine. You want to even get, and people say, well, you can't pay them Title IX, fine. You want to give them a cut of their jerseys and that, and you want to play a loophole, and you want to play games, fine. I'm even up for playing games and going around in a loophole. What bothers me, just one thing that bothers me, stop acting like a free $250,000 four- or five-year college education means nothing. And this coming from a guy that I got to send my son to his first year of college starting in the fall. And let me tell you something. It's called sticker shock. Wow. Wow. I'm saying to myself, oh, my goodness. I would have saved up more money had I known my mother-in-law was still going to be alive and I wouldn't inherit anything yet. Oh, my goodness. Have you? Did I say that? Is this, is this on? Yeah. Yeah, it's on. And by the way, Arnie, maybe if your son was a better yeah. athlete... Coaches like Sean Miller would offer to pay him to go to that school. So, you know, you know what, there you go. You know, it's funny. Wait, you know what's interesting? You said that. Uh, I'm going to be serious. My son plays hockey, right? My my son, and, you know, it's, it's crazy because there's only like 60 D1 and 60 D3 teams out there. Everybody else has to play under the ACHA umbrella. It's like club hockey because, uh, because of Title IX. And there's schools like Syracuse or West Virginia, Illinois, Pitt, major universities that my son could go play for, but it's because it's called club hockey. You know, you don't get to be uh, playing for NCAA. That See, that's the difference. Now they don't play under NCAA. Now they can't get paid. Now those guys can't get paid. Do you understand the problems you're opening up here? You understand when you say that to me, maybe if my son was a better better athlete, how about a better athlete? The school doesn't even offer NCAA in hockey, most of the schools out there. Well, you, you know what? Them the breaks. Oh, them the breaks, yeah. I love the, well, them the breaks. Okay, you know, it just bothers me because I got a lot of people, I'm, I'm afraid to even reset my my uh, uh, t- uh, uh, Twitter at Stinking Genius 1 because they're flowing and I bet you people are uh, tweeting me like crazy about how much they own on their student loans. And look, just, let me just read your one right off the bat. Arnie, I've been paying 218 per month since 2001 and still have 10 grand left. I played Division Three baseball, Division One golf during my college days. I would have been tremendously grateful for just a scholarship. That is from Matt. See, I'm going to hit the like button. I'm going to hit the retweet button. And you see, it, it, it's because of stuff like that. When I, when I hear stuff, oh, college education, what, what good is that? Oh, so what? 
Two hundred fifty thousand, three hundred thousand, big deal. You're missing the point. It's because no, you're missing no, the point. I'll explain. You're it. missing the point. I'll explain it to you. It's when the NCAA does stupid stuff like, oh, no one can buy a meal for you. Oh, or oh, you can have a bagel, but no cream cheese. You know, oh, we're gonna we're, oh, we're gonna throw the book you know, at you. I, but these players are getting generating billions of dollars. That's the problem I have, I, and that's the point you're missing. You're a hundred percent right on the meal thing. Okay. That's idiotic, archaic. Uh, it, it, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous, okay? To say that you, you can't take a, a crude out with his mom. Uh, there was, what was the one problem with the, one of the guys, he had to pay back a $40 bill. I, 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 my stomach is turning when I hear garbage like that, that we're going to hold somebody to, to a $40 bill. And, you know, when you say they generate billions of dollars here, I want you to understand something, okay? I'm an Arizona fan. We'll just take Arizona, for instance. I love my team, okay? I, I know the guys on the team. When the guys leave, I'm still in Arizona. I'm going to be an Arizona fan next year. And when those seniors leave, I'm going to be an Arizona fan again. And in 10 years, when there's new freshmen and sophomore, it's not about the guys on the back of the jersey. I root for the team on the front of the jersey because I went to school there, the University of Arizona. So when you say they generate billions, yeah, I'm not watching for Andre, DeAndre Ayton. I'm not watching... Uh, for Alonzo Trier, I'm watching for my Wildcats. I'm watching the tournament to see how far they can go. And they're going to the Sweet 16 and the Elite 8 and, 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 and Final Four and stuff like that. Can they win the championship? Not about, oh, I, I got to watch how great uh, Alonzo is or, you know, how great Bagley is. Or, no, you're watching for the team. You're picking the upsets and stuff like that. That's the part you're missing. I'm afraid to go through my Twitter. People are just tweeting me like crazy about how much they owe in student loans and how they would have died uh, for a college scholarship. And, and, and you minimize it and you poo-poo it and you act like it's no big deal. Rob Parker said before me, you are what you're worth. You are what they pay you. Well, guess what? We choose to pay the athletes uh, a free $250,000 education, a stipend, free meals, all right, and maybe a little money on the side. That's a problem? Well, you know what? That's a problem. You say huh? free meals, but you just can't have cream cheese on your bagel. Yeah, okay. There you go. Let, let's go ahead. Yeah, because that's exactly what's going on. All right, we're going to come back. Benjamin Albright's going to stop on by. What happened in the combine? Uh, what can we make uh, sense of all this stuff that's coming up next? I'm Arnie Spanier. This is Fox Sports Radio. All right, by the way, you got to get the Hooters and try the new smoked wings. It's a whole new way to crave wings. And with all the taste and half the calories, also, you can eat twice as many. Go to Hooters. All right, busy, busy night right here on Fox Sports Radio. Matter of fact, let's go to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Celebrity Hotline. Joining us now, NFL Draft Analyst, also host on Mile High Sports Radio in Denver, Colorado. You can treat them at Albright NFL. It's Benjamin Albright. How you doing, Benjamin? I am doing great. How about yourself? Uh, good, my friend. Right, right off the do you enjoy going to the combines? I mean, is this something you, you cover so much NFL with the draft and the games and, 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 you know, playoffs and all that? Is the combine something you look forward to or not, not really? 
Oh, I do. I mean, that whole the whole season from going to uh, going to the Shrine Games, Senior Bowl, Combine, all that kind of stuff. It's kind of like Christmas in February for me. <laughs> what What have you learned to pay attention to, and what is overrated? You know, I hear oh, this guy runs the forty and this, and this guy could jump this high, and this guy could take uh, one block and put it there. I don't even know what they call the race where you go back and forth and you put the blocks. That used to tire me out like crazy. What What's overrated? What do we pay too much attention to? Well, we're probably paying too much to the event itself. Um, you know, the combine <laughs> in and of itself, the, uh, uh, the only parts that really matter to teams are the interviews and the medicals, which the fans aren't privy to. So the fans get to see the running and the jumping and all that kind of stuff and ooh and ah, the numbers. But uh, for teams, you know, it's all about the tape and then the interviews and the medicals. And, and I don't think that uh, the average fan kind of really realizes that. You talked about the interviews. Well, who was the one that was asked to be in a staring contest or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> there was, yeah, there was one guy that was asked to be in a staring contest. Some of the other questions, uh, they tried to grill uh, one guy on what Bitcoin was, and uh, they asked somebody else if he knew what ISIS was. There's all kinds of bizarro questions at, uh, at these interviews. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Now, everybody's just raving about Barkley. Oh, my goodness. Maybe he should be the one, uh, number one pick. Was he that impressive out there? What did you think of, of him? And, and just overall, could he possibly be a number one pick or what? Well, he was incredibly impressive, uh, an athletic specimen. Uh, you know, the list of running backs that can run a, you know, sub 4440, jump uh, 40 inches and do 29 reps on the bench begins and ends with Saquon Barkley historically. So uh, it's a very impressive athletic performance. That said, uh, I would not take him number one overall, and I don't expect him to go number one overall either. Um, you know, the, the value that you get out of taking a running back at one versus taking a running back at the top of the second round and the drop-off in production between the two doesn't warrant taking him that high. So uh, I don't think you're going to see him go as high. There's just a lot of hype right now because of those workouts. Would you be uh, have a different uh, mindset if it wasn't such a deep draft at running back? Well, that might make a difference, yeah. But uh, because this is such a deep draft, you know, I can get, like I said, I can get a Darius Geis near the end of the first round. I can get a Rashard Penny, a Sony Michelle, Nick Chubb, guy like that in the second, third round. So why am I spending my top pick on a guy that's production? Uh, you know, I can get 80% of that production two rounds later. All right, what about day two? Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen, I heard, had real strong days. Uh, tell me what you thought about them. I both had good days throwing. Um, you know, it really wasn't a good day throwing for most quarterbacks. Kyle Oletta looked all right. Uh, Mayfield Rosen really kind of stole the show. And to be honest with you, talking to the guys about the interviews, they kind of stole the show there as well. Um, Baker's is, is said to be an exceptional football mind. Uh, Josh Rosen a little bit behind him. And then there's kind of that muddled middle uh, two or three guys. They said that Jackson and Josh Allen are kind of projects on the whiteboard. Do you, you think Darnold hurt himself by not throwing today? Or it doesn't really make a difference at this point? Well, nobody's draft status has been made or broken by not throwing at the combine. Um, he'll still get the opportunity to throw at his pro day. It's a bad look in the sense that, you know, the NFL always wants everybody to compete all the time, and they want to see these guys throw side by side so they can kind of gauge their velocity next to each other. But, uh, you know, in the end, he's going to get a pro day and some private workouts, and that's where the decisions will be made. Yeah, of course. Uh, and, and uh, you know, watching this, it seems like there's more and more people going there. This, uh, I'm waiting for them to start selling tickets to get like 50,000 people to watch this. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the NFL, and the NFL's trying to make everything into an event now, you know, the draft, the combine, everything else. I'm, uh, you know, I, I'm waiting for them to, uh, uh, to sell tickets just to the coin flip for the draft pick. <laughs> 
Anybody impress you enough that maybe move themselves up, uh, I don't know, a half a round or something like that? Uh, I'd say quarterback Kyle Oletta out of Richmond. He's a guy that's going to go day two in that second or third round range. Probably going to be after the big names. He's going to probably be the next quarterback pick. Reminds you a lot of Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, the way that he throws. And DJ Moore, uh, wide receiver out of Maryland. He's going to go shooting up the boards. Absolutely uh, stud. Came in uh, taller and heavier than expected. Ran a blazing fast 40 and was leaping out of the gym. Wow. What about going down the other way? Anybody surprise you that's like, wow, I thought he'd be more firm or stronger or faster or something like that? Uh, Orlando Brown, the offensive tackle out of Oklahoma. He ran the slowest recorded 40 in NFL history. Uh, his three cone was terrible. His jump, his broad jump was only six feet. And to put that in perspective, I, uh, I have relatives that are over 300 pounds that can broad jump further than six feet. So, um, you know, to give you an idea of, uh, give you an idea how bad that workout was, Orlando Brown probably cost himself the first round and may have cost himself the second. Wow. Now, everybody was talking about, uh, was it Shaquan uh, Griffin who did 20 reps? And, I mean, he's quite an inspiration because uh, he doesn't have to uh, have a left hand. He has, uh, that was, uh, what, amputated or taken off when he was, what, four years old or something like that. Yeah, we got to see him down at the, uh, you know, down at the Senior Bowl quite a bit, and he was uh, he was all over the field everywhere. I think he's playing with that chip on his shoulder because everybody thinks he can't do it because he's got the one hand. But you know, I've seen uh, you know I've seen guys with with fractured arms get put in a cast before and effectively have one hand out in the field to be successful. And he simply right. seemed to make a make a go of it. Twenty uh, twenty reps at two twenty five on the bench. You, you can't do that one handed. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I could do half the weight and uh, you could you, you could be a bunch of guys helping me and i couldn't do that uh, no but i mean it is quite i mean were people talking about it were people around watching it and just like just in awe of it or what yeah, absolutely. I think that I think most people, you know, there was probably the loudest cheers as he repped his, you know, as he pumped out each rep, uh, you know, for him. I think it's a feel good story. I think everybody likes it, and you know, it was definitely you could tell that everybody was behind him and hoping that he was uh, who he would succeed, and sure enough, he did. Any uh, before I let you go, Benjamin. By the way, Benjamin Albright joining us here. Uh, he is NFL draft analyst, host of Mile High Radio in Denver, Colorado. Uh, any rumors now you may have picked up about any trades? I always say if there's going to be a major trade, I'm expecting the Buffalo Bills to be involved with it with the two first round picks and the two second round picks. Did you pick up any rumors out there? Well, the Bills are looking to you know to move up. Uh, I think they're they're in discussions uh, with a couple of teams, namely the Colts, which are kind of in discussions with a few teams about trying to get up there. Uh, there's a, there was a rumor floating around that Deshaun Kaiser could be had, and that Kansas City might be interested. Uh, and then uh, there's a rumor about uh, uh, Denver Broncos and the Cleveland Browns, with the Broncos talking about moving up to number one overall if they don't get Kirk Cousins. Jeez. I bet your Bronco fans are like, let's not get Cousins. Let's move up to, to number one overall. Hey, Benjamin, good job. I always love talking to you. Uh, enjoy it, uh, and we'll definitely have you on again. Absolutely, brother. Take care. Take care. Benjamin Albright, everybody, NFL Draft Analyst and host of Mile High Radio out in Denver, uh, Colorado. Yeah, you know, look, I know a lot of people get into the combine. People what record it, watch it back. And this guy runs this, and this guy runs that, and this guy can jump up and say Quan Barkley was impressive. And, you know, I put a little bit of stock into that. Maybe if, I, if, if I'm making it like a, a pie, a graph, I would say maybe I put like maybe 7 to 10% into that because – 
I really believe what you've done three years or four years on the football field should speak more than what you're going to do on this one day by throwing passes or running routes or how many uh, reps you could put up or, or anything like that. Yeah, it could be a little bit impressive. It could move you up a little bit. But buyer beware. See, that's why so many people strike out in the draft, okay? Because they put up too much emphasis on what goes out in the combine and they forget about what they've done in three or four years at their university. Like, oh, like, like, like it never happened. Like it didn't even exist. And now it all comes down to this one day. That's what bothers me. All right, real quick. Man, uh, Raider Ryan, what are you, attacking the listeners tonight or what? I mean, we're getting like a million tweets and you're fighting back with each and every one of okay, them. Okay, first of all, I'm defending myself. It's, well, all, d- it's okay to disagree with me, but if you're going to call me names... I'm going to come at you. That's fine, though. I like that they call you names. I'm enjoying that. I, yeah, I really because am. because you're an evil person. I, yes. I am, you know what? I see one right now that I'm, I'm going to give the heart to right there. That's that's one thing. And two, a lot of people disagree with you. You understand yeah, that, right? Yeah, well, a lot of people are idiots. But you know what? If, they were at my, if, if I was looking at them right now, I would throw a bowl of soup in their face. <laughs> that's what I would do. <laughs> Harold uh, tweets, if you don't, uh, Arnie. If you don't recruit great players, you have no chance of watching Zona in the Elite Eight or Final Four. People want to go to Harvard because it opens doors. These kids are ball players first, and an education is an afterthought. Ask North Carolina grads. Do you understand how many kids that are playing college basketball right now will end up making a living in the NBA? Uh, what, 3 to 5% maybe? Is is that is that the correct number there? Three to five percent. The rest of them, if they were smart and they got their degree, that is going to open doors. Not just a Harvard education, but an education from USC, UCLA. These are all great institutions. What are you talking? Remember when we had Olden Polonies on University of Virginia? I said Olden. That's one of the best universities in the country. Had you not even played basketball. You'd have had a successful life just going to that university. It's schools like that that open doors also. And, and, and don't forget about it. We'll get more into that. The Sager's coming up. He's going to tell me how USC and UCLA. I mean, you want to talk about a monster game. This might be like a playing game for the NCAA tournament, the Sager. Yeah, UCLA is not ranked, and they've been on the bubble for weeks. And by the way, when people start talking Division One basketball and what players are have a chance at the pros, keep in mind that when we talk of teams eligible for March Madness, yeah. there are 351 yeah. Division One teams. <laughs> Yeah. Times, let's just say there's only 10 players per roster, and there are more you and I both know. That's 3,500 yeah. Division One basketball players. And not even to mention the Division Three. I mean, really, what is it, like 5 to, what, 7 to 10%? Less than that, right? So it's a, it's it's minute. Let's just leave yeah. it at that. USC at home is leading UCLA early second half, 48-45. This has been a good one. And earlier, 19th-ranked Arizona did struggle, but finally put away Cal, 66-54. We are, that, excuse me. Yes? Pac-12 champion. Yes, first Arizona. place, Arizona, yet again with Sean Miller. First place, Pac-12 champions. Regular 
regular season champions. That That's right. That's right. Automatic bid goes to the conference tournament champ, which is a whole nother story. We did have our first ticket punch for March Madness tonight. We had the final of the Ohio Valley Conference Tournament. Murray State is in the national tourney. The racers, right? The Murray State racers, 68-51 over Belmont. Murray State went 18-2 and in its conference games. They Ooh. won 13 straight. By the way, some conference tournaments underway, as mentioned. Big Ten tournament at Madison Square Garden this week because the building's not available next week because the Big East. <laughs> they wanted to play in New York. Big Ten tourney semifinals. Michigan beat number two Michigan yeah. State. 75-64. So it's the Wolverines against eighth-ranked Purdue in the final tomorrow. Purdue eliminated Penn State 78-70. Purdue's my sleeper as a number one seed. Of course, there could be a sleeper somewhere in the top 40, the way college basketball <laughs> has gone this year. Everybody beating everyone else. For example, Oklahoma State dominated sixth-ranked Kansas today. Syracuse beat 18th-ranked Clemson. Texas in overtime beat number 20 West Virginia. Florida all over number 23 Kentucky. Marshall won at number 24 Middle Tennessee. Gonzaga has struggled tonight in their conference quarterfinal in Vegas, West Coast Conference. Zags now finally out to a 61-52 lead against Loyola Marymount with under under nine minutes to go in that game. The second quarterfinal tonight will have number 22-ranked St. Mary's against Pepperdine. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Lakers with a huge comeback tonight. They've won five in a row. They beat the Spurs in San Antonio, 116 to 112. Wait, doesn't Gavin have a bet on that with Parker? He did, and the Lakers were down double digits most of the night. But in the last five minutes, L.A. with a 23 to 9 run to win at San Antonio. 116-112, and Houston won its 15th straight game, beating Boston tonight, 123-120. Final item, Artie, all you need to know about the NHL in this country can be summed up in what NBC did tonight. First off, a good thing, they televised one of those stadium series games with the Washington Capitals, but there was a lights delay for a few minutes last hour, so with still a few minutes left to play in the game, they had resumed the game, NBC just stops broadcasting the game at the top of the hour, 11 p.m. Eastern time, so affiliates can get the local news. I was going to say, what, they show Heidi or something like that? (laughs) There was no comeback. Washington (laughs) did beat Toronto 5-2, but that's all you need to know is they went to local news and cut out of an NHL game on a network. I don't know if I network. blame them so much on that to Sager. That would never happen in the NFL because of the Heidi game I, in the 1960s. I would do it in the NBA. I don't know. It depends on who's playing. Preacher, we'll see the Sager in about 20 minutes from now. By the way, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% or more in car insurance with Geico. Just go to geico.com or give them a call, 1-800-947-AUTO. And the only hard part, well, that's figuring out which way is easier. All right, I got to get to the tweets also. I, I've got to do a much better job. I've got like 50 million of them, so I've got to do a better job keeping it up on Stinking Genius One, S T I N K I N, Genius, uh, G E N I U S, and the number one. And I want more of you guys to send in your uh, student loans. Not that I'm going to pay them, but like, you know, how much you're paying when you got out of school, like the guy that said he had $160,000 in student loans. Really? Really? Make sure you also ask how much money they're generating for the school and the TV network, stuff like that. You mean the guy that was on the verge of finding a cure for a disease probably? And, and, you know, know, what about when there's an actor? Does that help the school? You know, when you have like a... You know, a famous actor or actress that went to that school, does that help it or no? Not really. Billions of dollars, Arnie. 
That's you can't beat that. Thanks for playing. No, oh gosh, you know I love when you think that you know that even the top guy that are you watching Duke because of Bagley? No, you're watching the Duke game because you want to see the team Duke. All right, you want to see them play. Yeah, the in- players, exactly the no. players. Look at the TV contracts. Look, like, like, I mean, you're, you're it's just going over your head. It, it, it blows my mind. You just you can't listen to reason. I, I, you know what? I guess I, I guess it is going over my head, Dan, because I think you're putting too much emphasis on the individual. Texas A and M, take Johnny Manziel and Texas A and M. Texas A and M is still as popular. They're, of yes. course, they've got. You're right. The players. Oh. The, the players. Unbelievable. And like I said, look, I'm not against giving them a stipend, giving them, you want to give them money uh, from their uniform sales that are in the bookstore and stuff like that. I'm even for that also. Mm. You want to allow them cheese? To... Can they have cream cheese on their bagel? Oh, jeez. You want to have let their them meals out... paid for or some free rides every now and then or have the family flown out? Oh, no, you can't do that. No, oh, my no, goodness. no. You know, that's. That's where I, you know, that's where I start drawing the line. Oh, we want to fly out the family, and we want to fly out uh, the brothers and the sisters. What's wrong with you? Are you serious? Look, uh, a billion dollars? No. Are you serious? Now? Yes, I am serious. I mean, you got kids out there. We look. There's kids that can't even afford to go to college and have the grades, and we don't have enough scholarships for these kids. We don't have enough free tuition for these kids. Yeah, they can't to go to college. It. Yeah, they can't afford it. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. my! You know, you have no heart. You, out of all people, I, think I you have, have a little no heart. Sympathy. You have no heart. No, you have no heart. Oh, I, no, 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 you have. No heart. I, I figure out of everybody, you'd have a little sympathy on. on People like that. Stinking genius one, S T I N K I N. Genius, G E N I U S, and the number one if you want to get in on the conversation. So I'm kind of curious uh, what you had to say about that. Yeah, you know, it, it kind of bothers me when people poo poo that. So we'll get to that a little bit uh, more later on in the show. Uh, a couple other things I'm keeping my eye on the UCLA USC game. Uh, it's almost like a playing game for the NCAA tournament. Um, both, like people say that not only a bubble team, uh, one's the last team in, one's the last team out. Right now, USC with a 54-46 lead, just a little bit over left, uh, left uh, with 15 minutes left in the game. So right now an eight-point lead for the Trojans. But uh, it was a little bit back and forth. USC had gotten out to a 10-point lead. UCLA had closed the lead at half. And that uh, was close, but now USC is uh, with a little bit of a run. Uh, and we'll keep you updated on that one. But that, that's a good game. Loved the North Carolina and Duke game. I mean, I thought North Carolina was going to win that one. They had opened up like a, what was it, like a 13-point lead. What an atmosphere that is at Duke. I mean, geez, I can't believe you wouldn't get rattled if you, if you came in there and you were a visiting team every time. I mean, geez, that place is loud. The, the, the students are, are pointing at you when you take the ball out of bounds. The place is rocking. It feels like it's vibrating and shaking in there. What a, what a great atmosphere that is. But that was a fun game. Great comeback uh, by Duke to win that one. They'll get the number two seed there. North Carolina will fall to the number C, uh, three seed. And, of course, we'll get ready for the conference tournament there also. I, you know, I enjoy the conference tournament almost as much as the NCAA tournament. I enjoy it, you know, as these guys try to fight their way in. And I live out here in Vermont where the America East is being played. And I, I go to the games out here because it has, you know, it's one and, and that's it. You have one loss, you're not making it into the NCAA tournament. 
It's a one-bid league. So, you know, you have a great year like Vermont did, and next thing you know, you have one trip up, one slip up, and you're not going to the tournament, and you'll probably have to go to the NIT or something like that. Well, the NIT since they won the Americas. But I th- I really thoroughly enjoy it, love uh, this part of March Madness. Of course, I love the big tournament too, but just the part of them fighting it out, getting in, finishing off, uh, you know, uh, and, and, and just finishing off a great year. Uh, it all starts now. So a lot of people overlook this time, to be honest with you. They just go right to the NCAA tournament. All right, uh, real quick, let me read one more text that came in. Arnie, it's false that men's football and basketball make billions for schools. Alabama has an endowment of $700 million, while sports powerhouses Columbia has an endowment of $10 billion. Yes, billion. Raider Ryan is an idiot. Yeah, oh, and my I responded. You know what? And Excuse I responded. Me. I, I want to hit the heart. Can I hit the heart button like 10 times? I got to hit the, let me hit the retweet button. I'm, that's a great point. It's a horrible point. I oh, just that's a great point. TV contracts are worth a billion dollars alone. You know what that tweet's worth? Do you, 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 should, know, no, no, do you know why they have an endowment of $10 billion at a place like Columbia? Not because there's famous athletes that come really? out of there and give money back. Because there's doctors, yeah. lawyers, yeah. scientists, yeah. engineers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. CEOs, uh-huh. Uh-huh. what, what, oh, what? Easter Bunny too. But here's the thing, Arnie: the TV contracts for NCAA games, man, billion that, dollars. That's that, yeah. my point. Those yeah. players are generating that well, money. Thank, that thank, guy's an idiot. I will take that tweet, wow. print it no, out, and use it for toilet paper. I love that's Roger. All it's worth. I love Roger. All right, he's an idiot. We're crushing our one. By the way, UCLA's just made a big comeback, going down by two now. We'll talk to DeSager when we get back. I'm Arnie Spanier. This is Fox Sports Radio. All right, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. DeSager, someone says, uh, or Will tweets it, tell DeSager that I switched to NBCSN for the remaining four-plus minutes of the stadium series. Mm-hmm. I live in Pennsylvania. so uh, that's No, it was on it. cable. Yes, we all know it was on cable. But uh, a network in other sports would never actually leave a game that's not an exhibition that's, that's they, still why going on. Why did they just put it like in the right-hand corner? like the While OJ your local car news chase. is going on. Yeah, yeah during exactly. the OJ car chase, during yeah. the NBA finals. That is what happened back in the By 90s. By the way, when did that TV show come? They're putting it out 11 years later now. If I had done it, this is how I would have done it. Oh, the OJ thing. Yeah. 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 I've uh, fortunately not read up on that, oh, except seeing the headline and TV, not I'm clicking. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, updating the college basketball in progress. 10 minutes to go at USC. Trojans up 60 to 58 on UCLA. Yep. Wow. Gonzaga, ranked seventh in the country, is shooting 61% from the floor and only now pulling away from Loyola Marymount. Four minutes left, 74 61. Zags apparently on their way to the conference semifinals in Vegas at that tournament. By the way, the game coming up. After this, tonight, number 22, St. Mary's against Pepperdine. Also in progress, five minutes left, number 21, Nevada, is losing at San Diego State, 69-63. You mentioned Duke, North Carolina tonight. Top 10 matchup, one of the great rivalries in sports. Great atmosphere, and Duke was down by 13 points early second half. 61-48, I think is what it was at that point. Still won the game by 10, 74-64. Marvin Bagley, likely lottery pick this summer for the NBA, had 21 points. 
points for Duke and 15 rebounds. So the Blue Devils clinch second place in the ACC, and they say the Tar Heels, because they're in a tie with like three, four other teams, they move down to sixth. They will not get the double bye like Duke will oh, once we get, get to the conference tournament. This was a huge game for Carolina, wow. blowing the double-digit lead and losing by 10. Wow. Meanwhile, we have a conference final in the Big Ten tomorrow at Madison Square Garden. It's not going to be number two Michigan State. Spartans lost their semifinal to Michigan today, 75-64. Eighth-ranked Purdue beat Penn State 78-70. I must mention, uh, in all seriousness, Met fan icon rusty Staub is gravely ill at a hospital yeah, in west that. palm yeah. beach florida in fact according to new york daily news this weekend they point that out Staub is 73 a legend with the mets not the only team he played for he had a career of over 20 expos. years yeah expos certainly la grande orange as he was they known. sell expos stuff all over the place i'm up here uh uh, around and Montreal, some in Montreal, I should say, are still wanting a team back in Major League Baseball. Rusty Staub, they point out in the article, has, through his foundation over the decades, raised millions of dollars for widows of New York police, firefighters, wow, first wow. responders. So he's beloved for that as well as the on-the-field stuff. So, yeah. as they say, thoughts and prayers to Rusty Staub One at this time. One of my favorite all-time players. I'm not saying that to say, you mm-hmm. know I'm an all-time Met fan. I mm-hmm. love Rusty Staub. One of the first uh, pitch-hitting uh, kings out there, wasn't he? Yes, and it helped keep his uh, career, as yeah, I say, past yeah. 20 years. There's going to be a public memorial for the late Dick Enberg next Saturday in San wow. Diego at the Padres Petco Park, and Pasadena's Rose Bowl is going to have a public memorial service in mid-April for the late announcer Keith Jackson. They are trying to raise money for a Keith Jackson statue at the Rose Bowl since, Ooh. in addition to all his college football, he called, he called 15 Rose Bowl games up until his that retirement. That would be cool. He uh, retired 2006. Keith Jackson had passed away last January. Of course, Dick Enberg had passed away in recent months as well. Two of the great play-by-play guys of not just our lifetime, oh. but in TV sports in this country. Chick Kern right up there, obviously. Yeah, and his Lakers had quite a comeback tonight. At San Antonio, Lakers were down by 13 early fourth quarter and still beat the Spurs 116-112. How? How did that happen? Exactly, because Lonzo Ball is back from three-point range, he was 6 for 10 tonight. So Ball had 18 points, 11 assists. The Lakers have their first 4-0 road trip in about a decade. And going back uh, the last, uh, what, couple months almost, the Lakers' record is 17-7 and their last 24 games. That's, that's crazy. It is crazy. Not that they're going to the playoffs or anything. By the way, the L.A. Clippers are a one game back of Denver for the last playoff spot in the West. Denver beat Cleveland tonight. Even though LeBron James had a triple double with 15 assists, the feature you mean the matchup. The team that won the championship already. Yeah, because they yeah. Two games they, right now they can't that. even win a home game. It seems yeah. uh, the feature matchup in the NBA tonight: Houston with the late comeback oh. to beat the Boston Celtics, 123-120. The Rockets from three-point range in a 48-minute game. They were 19 for 49 from long distance. (laughs) Houston has won 15 games in a row. The Rockets were tied with Golden State for best overall record, and then Houston got another win tonight. And by the way, in spring training so far, Max Scherzer 2-0 in two starts, eight strikeouts, no walks, and Cleveland second baseman Jason Kipnis has already hit four solo homers in four spring training games. He's 7 for 11 at the plate. And uh, Major League Baseball opening day, March 29th this year. I, I saw when Otani had uh, eight strikeouts 
strikeouts against uh, Brewer players. Yeah, but B League, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was just about to say that. To say, eight yeah, strikeouts out of sure. twelve outs, though. Yeah, not bad, though. Not bad. Hour one in the books. We'll come back for the power hour. The show Vegas Rudder will join us at twenty past the hour. You want to send me a tweet? It's Stinking Genius One. Get that in now. I'm Arnie Spanier. This is Fox Sports Radio. All right, everybody. Good evening. Good evening as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, the East Coast Studios, that is. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. What do you got to do? Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. I don't know if a lot of people know that. I haven't said that in a while. We're on the Geico Fox Sports Radio East Coast Studios. We're the only one to be in the East Coast Studios. I want you to know that. Everybody else is in the West Coast Studios in Los Angeles or in Nashville, Tennessee, and, of course, JT in Las Vegas. Um, I'm the only one that had to been uh, banished to the East Coast. But that's okay. I like the East Coast. I, I prefer to live out here among the real fans, among the diehards out here. It, it's like night and day. I've done local radio in Los Angeles. I've lived on the West Coast for a while. I lived on the East Coast for a while. It's like night and day. It, it, it It's like you wouldn't believe. One, one and, and baseball, you know, it's like the West Coast, very nonchalant about baseball. East Coast, they're already getting into the Red Sox-Yankees series. Unbelievable. UCLA up 69-63 over the Trojans. 644 left in the game. Remember when UCLA was down by 8? Now they're up by 6. 14-point turnaround. They're playing like their season's on the line, and it very, very well may be. You know, I'm shocked that the selection or the bracketologist uh, people have the Pac-12 so far down. I mean, they have the Pac-12 champion, Arizona, as a four seed, and then telling me maybe there's only going to be one other team. I find it hard to believe that there's only going to be two teams into the tournament from the Pac-12. Two teams? That's I've never seen it that low uh, in my lifetime, at least since I've been following college basketball. So I'm not sure why they have it that low. I know it hasn't been a great year for them, uh, for the Pac-12 for the most part. But uh, I, I always thought they were going to probably get in four, at least three. And that's still possible, depending on how the Pac-12 tournament goes. Right now, U, uh, UCLA has opened up a nine-point lead over USC. 72-63. How about that? 6-20 left in the game. So still plenty of time left in this one. But now it is a nine-point lead on the road. And this is a UCLA team that's beat Kentucky, that's already beat UCLA, that won at Arizona, hasn't had too many bad losses, but they're right there on the bubble. So monster game, uh, I think more so for the Bruins than the Trojans. But obviously a big game for both. We'll keep you updated on that. You want to send me a tweet, Stinkin' Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-N, Genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one. Or you can call it 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Getting a lot of tweets. I'll catch up with that in a second. I want to say something about the Cavaliers. Remember when the Cavaliers made the trade with the Lakers? Everybody was all excited. And then they came out, they won two games in a row, and all we heard was, well, hey, here we go. Doesn't make a difference what goes on. Cavaliers are going back to the finals. What a joke that is now. Anybody that said that should be fired immediately to say that the Cavaliers were going to go back to the finals after two games because they look good in two stinking games. 
unbelievable. I was I was actually laughing when I heard people calling up, talk show hosts saying this. Oh, that's it. Look at the Cavaliers. It's like a changed team. There's nothing changed about this team. They still don't play defense. They're only about the third best team in the Eastern Conference anyway behind Toronto and Boston. Yes, you heard me right, behind Toronto and Boston. If Boston play Cleveland right now in a seven-game series, I'm putting my money on the Boston Celtics. And trust me, I'm not a Celtic fan. Wow, what again with the kiss of death? I thought we got rid of the kiss of death already. I thought I've proved I'm, I'm beyond the kiss of death, Raider Ryan. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Wow. Well, you know, I I did say that Sean Miller was going to get reinstated. I said Alonzo Trier was going to get reinstated. Uh, By the way, congratulations to my Arizona Wildcats for winning the Pac-12 championship. It's been a very tough week. And, you know, I said this in hour number one. I'm glad Sean Miller came out, and I'm glad they did it at the university. I'm glad the University of Arizona stood behind them, and he – you know, at least took it one way or the other and vehemently denied everything. Because I, I totally believe him. I don't think if you even have a little bit of guilt that you could call a press conference like that and deny the way he did. And, yes, I know we've been lied to and Rafael Palmero and Lance Armstrong. You know, this is a different story. This is different. The way he called the press conference and denied it, looking to the camera, you know, if it was if, if it was a lie, don't you think other kids would have come forward and said, "Well, that's just a, a, a down out, a down outright lie." I collected money; they gave me money, you know. But nobody has said anything. Nobody has stepped up. Nobody has contradicted him to the least. I know you're saying, "Well, what kid is going to come up and say that anyway?" There's no proof that any of this went on. Uh, yet alone for them to say that there's this wiretap. I want to hear this wiretap. I want to hear what was actually said, uh, and if it's Sean Miller, and what they're talking about, and if they're talking about paying an athlete, or if it's just coming out, and how the conversation was brought up. Was it in passing? You know, was it serious discussions? You know, I, you can't just tell by, your, you know, by some report out there. So, and, and by the way, very disappointed the way that report came out. Uh, because now it seems like there was a lot of conflicting uh, truths in it, uh, a lot of false reports in it, and, you know, it it just didn't seem right at all. And, you know, I always said this. I'm not a journalist. I'm a radio talk show host. I'm paid to give my opinion. I'm hopefully trying to hear, uh, to entertain you a little bit. But if you're going to report on a story like that, I don't care if you have one source, two sources, You've got to hear that wiretap for yourself. You've, you've got to say, okay, um, send me over the wiretap and, and let me listen to it. Because if they say, no, no, I don't have it, well, then I can't go with the story. You can't go with a story like that, bury a coach and a university. By the way, three people are already, have, two or three people already have decommitted to the University of Arizona. One of them, Shaq's son. Can't say I blame him, though, to be honest with you with all the turmoil that was up there, and maybe he just doesn't know what's true and what's not true. So, I mean, it's going to cost him recruits. I, can, I obviously see that. But if I'm going to make a story like that, i got to hear the wiretap firsthand. I can't even have somebody come, and go, uh, come up to me and say, oh, listen to me. I heard the wiretap, and this was what, what was said. 
I'd say, oh, well, well, good for you. Why don't you write the story uh, until I hear the wiretap for myself? I, I, I can't come up. I, I can't put the story out there. So if you think I'm nuts on that, go ahead. Stinkin' Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-M, Genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one. All right, a couple things else I wanted to get to because we had Benjamin Albright in our number one talking about the combine. I saw the story about Lamar Jackson, the quarterback out of uh, Louisville, uh, that said, no way is he uh, going to change positions. He doesn't want to be a wide receiver. He's a quarterback. Hey, good for him. You want to make the NFL as a quarterback? You want to go ahead and, 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 and you know, stay by your guns? And, and, and if you think you're good enough, more power to you. But for all the knuckleheads, and I'm not talking about Lamar Jackson, but for all the knuckleheads that are going out of the way to call this some racist thing, because certain teams said, well, we don't want him as a quarterback. Maybe we would take him as a wide receiver. Well, that's racist. That's racist. How come they don't say that about Josh Allen and say, we'll make you a tight end? Did they not say the same thing about Tim Tebow? Did, they, did we not say, you know, uh, Tim, uh, we won't take you as a quarterback, but maybe we'll take you as a tight end? And he didn't want to do it. He wanted to play quarterback. He stuck by what he thought was going to be best for him. And he wanted to play quarterback in the NFL. Didn't work out for him. Now he's trying baseball. I got no problem with these guys saying they want to stick to playing quarterback. But stop acting like it's some racist comment if you ask somebody to change positions. That's just a bunch of baloney, okay? That's a bunch of baloney. What was the old Nebraska quarterback, guys, that changed, uh, went from quarterback to safety that played for the Jets? Was it Scott Frost? Am I... Am I was it Crouch? Is that who it was? Who was it? Uh, Eminem. Who was that? It was, it was Eric Crouch. Was it Eric? Was it? Was it uh, a Frost? He did play quarterback in the NFL. I thought no, it was no, him. no. I, I I actually remember this because I think Eric, didn't Eric Crouch win the Heisman? Yeah, I, I think he won the Heisman, and then like he didn't even make it to the NFL as a he didn't even make it to, as a quarterback. Yeah, because because yeah. because the the way they ran that offense, obviously. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and again, like I said, though. Like, that is how it's done. I mean, it has nothing to do with the color of your skin. It's if you're a good fit for quarterback in the NFL, and some people are not based on their height. Hey, look, again, I don't buy into all that NFL combine baloney. How tall is he? Uh, quarterbacks under six feet very rarely are successful in the NFL. That's just a bunch of noise. That, that's just a bunch of noise. Yeah, maybe the stats show that. Maybe there just hasn't been great quarterbacks under the uh, under uh, six feet tall, all right? Uh, oh, this quarterback's got small hands. You got to have big hands. Again, all baloney. Does it help if you have big hands and you're taller than six feet? I'm sure it does. But that doesn't take away from your God-given athletic ability out there, okay? Doesn't take away what is in your heart and what you've accomplished over the last three, four years on the football field. That's why there's so many mistakes in the NFL draft. You got these GMs and these coaches that just just pick apart everything about the combine. How fast was that 40? How high did he jump? How much did he uh, uh, rep on the, uh, on the weight lift? How much weight was on there? And that's all they think about was that weekend at the Combine. Instead of worrying, instead of worrying what they've done for three or four years on the football field. That's the part that cracks me up. That's why there's so many mistakes when it comes to the NFL draft. 
And now there's talk about Barkley maybe being the number one pick. What a colossal screw-up that would be. Not that I don't like Barkley, but as Benjamin Albright told you in hour number one, one, it's a deep running back draft. Two, you can get value in rounds not only two or three, maybe four, five, or six. So you could maybe even get an undraft. Uh, rookie free agent at running back. That's how uh, th- that's how deep of a draft it is. So uh, that's why you can't take Barkley with that number one pick. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. It's got to be Sam Darnold, or if you want to go with Josh Rosen, that's also fine. I got to get to the tweets. I'll get to that. It's Thinking Genius One S T I N K I N Genius G E N I U S N the number one UCLA up by five three forty nine left Vegas runner. Coming up next, stick around for him. I'm Arnie Spanier. This is Fox Sports Radio. All right, you got to get a Hooters and try the new smoked wings. It's a whole new way to crave wings and with all the taste and half the calories. You can eat twice as many. Check out Hooters. I love Hooters wings. I got to tell you something. I love the breaded kind. I can eat like a million of those. And if you have to ask me blue cheese or ranch, there's something wrong with you. Of course you go with blue cheese. I mean, please. I mean, come on. If you have to ask, then there's something wrong with you. Uh, everybody, of course, goes with blue cheese. But first, uh, no, really? If you don't go with blue cheese in your wings, that's like putting mustard on your hamburger. That's like putting ketchup on, on your hot dog. You Why not both? That? Well, because blue cheese is better. I mean, come on now. I don't even put ranch dressing on my salad. First I mean, of all, <laughs> come on. You don't even eat salad, okay? That's true. You got all right, you got me. <laughs> you got me on that. Okay, very funny. Let's go to the Geico Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline. You got me on that one. Jordan Gustaus, he does every week. You can check him out at TheBigMoves.com. That's TheBigMoves.com. You could tweet him at Greek underscore Gambler. That's Greek underscore Gambler. It's Vegas Runner. How you doing, Vegas Runner? Never better, Arnie. Big weekend in Vegas. Of course, we have NASCAR here, UFC 222 taking place at as we speak, but even more so, college basketball tournaments have begun March Madness 2018 with the conference tournaments, and uh, right away the uh, wise guys come out of the gate on fire. If this is anything what the tournament, the big dance is going to look like, it's going to be a, a good couple weeks for them. Watch those line moves. I'll tell you what, going into today, uh, there's three groups that I give accounts to that bet college basketball. Yeah. They made 39 bets. They're 33-6. and six going Wow. To, I haven't checked today's results. I don't know how they did. But they, regardless, they were 33-6 and six going into today. And it's these smaller conferences that they're just destroying. And books, uh, speaking of bookmakers, even though the, the wise guys have been winning, the, the betting public has been getting killed, um, you know, diving right in. So it hasn't really hurt them all that much. And volume is high, so they're expecting uh, March Madness especially this next week after this weekend when the tournament conference tournaments really get going. Yeah. And we got games from morning to night uh, for the sports books to be really packed. So uh, they're, they're really gearing up for that, that's for sure. So it's the small conferences that they're clobbering, that they're hitting real good, and I guess they've gone, uh, they've gone to chalk there, or they've, they've gone according to plan, or what? Yeah, no, they're, betting, they're doing a lot of damage with the totals, Arnie, oh. and, and taking advantage of a, a lot of these. You've got to remember, you know, 
a lot of the, the betting public that's getting involved right now, I mean, let's tell it like it is. I do this every single day, and, and there's conferences that I couldn't name you players on these teams. And more importantly, <laughs> I bet numbers. I don't even bet teams. So it, a lot of times it doesn't matter. Um, but, but with that said, you know, you got to remember. So this gives the books a big advantage, but there's such an influx of recreational players that, that the, the betting lines are swayed towards those biases. And because of that, sharps are able to take advantage because these lines are shaded a lot based on what happened in the regular season. But you got to remember, what happened in the regular season, it's, it was totally different. I mean, what happened to that matchup you know, with each team going into that game? What was leading into it? I mean, the situation has changed so much. So a, a lot of what happened in the regular season just doesn't translate over into the conference uh, uh, tournament, and then you couple that with, let's tell it like it is, a lot right. of coaches don't even care. You know, a lot of teams <laughs> already know they're in the big dance. They don't care, and other teams, they know this is their only shot to get to the big dance, so there's a lot of perception that these betting syndicates take advantage of. It's just one of those times, like I always say, anytime, and it's not the not casual bettors, Arnie, but it's like any market. Anytime you have an influx of money from recreational or casual um, you know, bettors or investors, it's unsophisticated money more times than not. And when that's the case, there's going to be a lot of value in that market for the people that really know what they're doing. And, and you know, these betting syndicates don't move lines and get respect and, and turn a profit. And that's something that only 1% of the, the betters can do by accident. Pac-12 tournament starting next week, but first UCLA took care of business. They beat UCLA. Monster game for them. They were on the bubble. Some people said uh, last four in, first four out. Uh, how did the uh, books do on that one? Because I'm assuming people went ahead and took UCLA in that one. Yeah, that, that line went off at five and a half. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. USC went <laughs> off at five and a half. That line closed. Total 156. Landed right there on the total. 155 and a half on that. So uh, the number, depending on where you bet it, it went down, you know, was 157 some shops, 155 and a half at others. So interesting. Stayed under for the most part. But the, the line opened even at five and a half, Arnie. Didn't move all that much. And bookmakers that I spoke to, they were getting good good two-way action. That's also why the books are doing well. Anytime volume increases and you don't have exposure, risk is zero, and you could just sit back and, like they say, dance the vig. Just sweep up all that <laughs> juice, baby. And there's nothing better than that. I mean, don't get me wrong. They don't mind taking a position, especially if they know a line's juiced one way and that the betters are taking the worst of it. And, you know, they love being in that spot, but they don't mind having very little exposure and a ton of volume, you know, but that's automatic profit for them, and that's what they're getting a lot of, too, with the, the bigger matchups like conference that you touched on, Pac-12. Are, are they gonna? Are you going to see people start taking maybe long shots, like the Pac-12 tournament, since maybe people don't believe in Arizona because of all the crisis they've been through? Yeah, you, you, you see that. You know, what you start to see, the thing with, the, with the, the futures is that it's almost 99% uh, recreational bettors are betting these conference futures, you know, as far as who's going to win it. Right. Very little sharp money goes into that, those markets because the hold is so high. It's, it's difficult to overcome that hold. So it, it's a lot of casual bettors. And what do I always say about casual bettors? They like to put up a little money to win a lot. Right. Um, and they do it with the fight game by betting the underdog. And they do it when it comes to futures. You know, no one wants a two to 
one in their pocket. You want a 10 to 1 in your pocket. So that's what they're looking at. But what also that said, they do that with the big dance. And as we know, at least historically, very little Cinderella, very few Cinderella's cut down the nets at the end of the day. No doubt about that. Now, can you bet on, like, who's going to make the tournament or not make the tournament, or you can't do that in Vegas? Yeah, there's offshore books have uh, a couple of them will put a yes-no prop, just like with the with the NFL, with baseball team, you know, will they make the playoffs? And obviously, the, the Villanovas, you'll, they'll be minus 5,000. You know? Right. <laughs> and it's shot. So, yeah, they, the, they have them out there. Vegas, I haven't seen them up on the board out here, um, but I have seen them offshore. Anything uh, moving the lines in Major League Baseball now that spring training has started? Or no, not really. No, you know, it, it, right now, because of it, what happened was we had that loss, remember, after the Super Bowl and right. during February. And a couple sports books to, to try to stir up some excitement. What do they put out? Baseball season win totals. And that got a couple people talking. They attracted a little bit of action, but nothing significant nothing you know i mean there was some some sharp money that that forced uh, a couple season win totals to move a half a game a game um but you gotta remember limits were low also earlier when they started putting them out now as we go into that final month leading up to opening day um you're getting less money from the, the betting public because they're all about march madness and now you start should start seeing more sharp money there i think you'll start seeing some line moves on those as we approach that final month this final last couple of weeks i think over the next few weeks you should see more of that arnie before i let you go can the nba can, can they make the, the the numbers high enough i mean i saw the cavaliers score uh i mean they're giving up like 115 120 something like that it's crazy. boston and houston put up uh, both in the uh 115 120 range it's crazy yeah and and that, the crazy part is the totals aren't that high. Look at today. The to- highest total on the board was 228. Wow. Uh, after that, the second highest total was 218. The Boston-Houston total you just touched on opened 217 and got bet down to 213, <laughs> Arnie. So money actually is going the other way. So, I mean, you know, the rest assured, the sports books, you would think they're getting beat up. Um, but obviously... Most of the line moves, especially even you look at tonight's NBA, they either shaded under or didn't move at all. Uh, Very few. I mean, you know, that Memphis-Orlando total got steamed over. That's the one that went under. You know, most, very few got steamed over. Most actually have been getting steamed under. And like you said, we are seeing a lot of scoring. All right, you can check out Vegas Runner at TheBigMoves.com. That's TheBigMoves.com. You could tweet him at Greek underscore Gambler. That's Greek underscore Gambler. Hey, always always a pleasure. Have a big game or a big day tomorrow, and we'll speak to you next week. Thanks for having me, Arnie. Enjoy the games. All right, take care. Vegas Runner live from where else? Las Vegas. I mean, geez, if you guys have never been to Vegas, that should be your next trip. Save all your money. Forget about going wherever you wanted to go. Go to Vegas. That's where you, if you've never been to Vegas, you have not lived life, my friends. I want you to know that from the beginning. Um, Raider Ryan, we're getting a lot of tweets coming in. That's not my name, by the way, but go ahead. And a lot of people hate you, by the way. Good, good, good. 
A lot of people do hate you. Well, good. Uh, you know what, Arnie? Because to be cursed by the devil is to truly be blessed. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I, I appreciate that. Uh, we'll get to some of those in a little bit. First, the Sager will stop on by. A uh, big huh? victory. <laughs> big victory, the Sager, by yes. your UCLA Bruins, no? Yes, it is huge because this is an unranked team that was on the bubble and they won at USC in a comeback. I got to mention, your last guest just mentioned all that's going on in Vegas this weekend. That includes the UFC pay-per-view that just got underway with the main event with chris cyborg fox tv is carrying nascar's 400 in vegas sunday about 3 30 eastern time kyle larson won the xfinity race today and the vegas golden knights with their incredible record as an expansion nhl team with their army connections they could be playing a regular season game at army's football stadium maybe in a couple years but the nhl after the game tonight at a service academy, Navy football hosted a Washington Capitals game beating Toronto. They're interested in having a game at West Point and a game wow. at Air Force Academy also nice. in the future. Maybe not next year, but certainly in the near future. As far as the college basketball, UCLA did get a victory at SC 83-72 after the Bruins had trailed at the half. UCLA from three-point range, nearly 50%, 13 for they 27. Awesome. And this is a USC team that was trying in recent weeks to catch up with Arizona. Instead, a couple games back and the regular season is over. Now they'll get, what, three teams in the tournament from the Pac-12 now or what? You know, UCLA was one of the, I think it was seven conference teams in the NCAA tournament a couple years ago and how things have changed. Because all these clubs that are tied for third, like UCLA and a couple others, they can't all have good conference tournaments in Vegas next weekend. Right. Someone's going to be on the outside. SC is the second-place team you'd think is going. Arizona obviously is going. Whoever's the winner of the conference tournament, if it's not Arizona, for right. example, gets an automatic ticket so in. that's three, right. What about Stanford? What about Utah? I mean, Oregon has disappointed. Yeah, even Utah's though, played well, that's true. I don't know. Washington's over 500 this year, and they got yeah. a 20-win se- I mean, over 500 in conference and a 20-win season overall. ASU has sunk. And I don't know what has happened to them. Lost a close they, one today. They play uh, Colorado, then the winner plays Arizona. I'm like, oh, no, we don't have to play ASU again. Oh, my goodness. Arizona does get a first-round bye in that tournament. Duke gets a double bye for the ACC tournament next I, week. I hate the way they do that tournament. It's insane. They clinch second place, and they get to watch North Carolina have to play an extra game in the conference tourney next week because Duke came back to beat North Carolina tonight, 74-64. In the West Coast Conference quarterfinals, I think they used to do the double bye, but Gonzaga was Ugh. playing tonight. And in Vegas, beat Loyola Marymount 83-69. Even though the Zags shot 61% from the floor, they were only up by six points with about six minutes to go. The late game is underway. Number 22, St. Mary's against Pepperdine. All this going on at the Orleans Arena. You're aware that we have, I think it's three or four conference tournaments. I think it's four in Vegas every March these days. So you talk about sports fan wanting to go in Vegas. This would be a pretty good time to go to Vegas to see live. And then I didn't plus, know there's that many out there. That yeah, that. I think the WAC had even in recent years, in addition to Mountain West with UNLV, and here Gonzaga's conference is always there, and the Pac-12 now has moved to Vegas and the new hockey arena, the boxing arena that they use for basketball. By Jeez. the way, St. Mary's down 9-4 in the early minutes somehow to a Pepperdine team that's 6-25 and this year. Go Pepperdine! I love that. It's final, been a while. Final Doug note Christie. from the, yeah, that was many years ago, from the NBA. Clay Thompson. 
Uh, Clay no, Thompson, he went to Washington, Washington State. State. Thank you. Yeah, my bad. Houston. Wait, one of the Thompsons yes. went to Pepperdine, did he not? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised about that. Yeah, what, I think his brother went to Pepperdine. Well, Go the ahead. baseball brothers at Dodgers spring training, so that's <laughs> different. Houston Rockets came back to beat Boston, 123-120. Rockets have won 15 straight. All right, thanks a lot to Sager. Uh, Stink of Genius 1, if you want to send me a tweet, S-T-I-N-K-I-M, Genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one. Raider Ryan's been waiting for me to read the one from Athletic Threads. It says, I don't even know where to start. He wrote like a book here. I don't even know where this begins, Raider Ryan. Um, uh, He just goes on to say, I can't even, I don't know where it begins. You guys, you got to keep these tweets to like, you know, one page at a time. Yeah, because math is hard. Basically, what he's saying, Arnie, yeah, is this. Yeah, please tell me what he said. The athletes are generating the money. The money because of the athletes. I'm wondering all the money. Yeah, but we don't talk about the billions of dollars uh, in endowment to the Ivy League schools, and that's not generated by the athletes. So I'm kind of curious how the Ivies do it. Oh, they do it by education also. And I, in case you don't understand, I'm not against athletes uh, getting a stipend, getting some money, getting their likeness paid for, getting an agent that's going to give them money. You could have fooled me. What? You could have fooled me. No, I'm just, what bothers me is when you guys poo-poo a college education, like that's no big thing. Like that's like, please, like that's all you're going to give me? A piece of cheese? Some crumbs? We say that when we say like, oh, can we get a little ex- extra? And you go, oh, well, you're getting education. You, you don't need anything extra. We, no, I did. we shouldn't I, have I, to feed you or, like, you know, I, put no, some that's cream ridiculous. cheese on your bagel. Right. You know? That's ri- All that's ridiculous. But when you poo-poo a college education, when so many people couldn't even go or they have to take out college loans and try to pay them back for the rest of their lives, well, that, that's that's when it bothers well, me a lot. they didn't get the genetic lottery. Oh, then yeah. The bre- them the breaks, Arnie. Yeah, them the breaks. Them the breaks. You know I what? shouldn't have had my kid play hockey. Yeah. You should have played football. <laughs> you know what, Arnie? I want to marry Scarlett Johansson, but guess yeah. what? I can't. Them you know, the breaks. I, I want like Jennifer it. Lawrence. Oh, oh well, she don't want, like me. Them the breaks. I want you to know something. My my son came to me one time when we were living in Dallas, and he's a good athlete. He goes, hey, I want to, I want to go play football. The kids are giving me grief. I'm not playing football. Everybody plays football. I, I said, listen to me, okay? I want you to understand something. You're barely 100 pounds, all right? The neighbor, who was the same age as my son, was my size, okay? Already my size. And, <laughs> I'm serious. I believe at like the you. Age of 12, at the At like the age of 12, the kid was like 6 foot, 235 pounds, okay? I go, do you want that knucklehead tackling you, falling on your arm, breaking your arm and ripping the shred your knee so you can walk with a limp the rest of your life and asking me to turn down the, the lights because you got a headache? Is that what you want? Because you're not playing football. Well, Arnie, you, can, yeah, Arnie, go ahead. you know what? Your son has two options. Yeah. Either the cream or the clear. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like, you are th- option three. You're not playing. I said, you're not, I, I, the neighbor's the same size as me. I go, I'll tell you what, you and I, let's go play some tackle football in the backyard. I'm going to bounce around a little bit. Tell me how much you like it, because that's what the neighborhood kid's going to do to you, and he's not going to go ahead and be careful of that. He's going to break your arm or something like that. 
So, no, yeah, I know y'all can't win the generic lottery. I understand that. Genetic, not not generic. Yeah. (laughs) What's wrong with you? Genetic. (laughs) Stinking genius one, S-T-I-N-K-I-N, genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one if you want to go ahead and and jump on in. You know, earlier I I was talking about the Cavaliers a little bit, how everybody was just – anointing them into the championship because they won two games after that big trade. Now we see that they're the same old, same old uh, Cleveland Cavaliers that play no defense whatsoever. And you're going to put them in the championship over the Celtics or even over the Toronto Raptors? That's a joke. And the fact, Mr. 15-year veteran LeBron James, that the people in L.A., oh, we got to get LeBron, he's coming. Let me tell you, it's, of course, great to get LeBron, but his best days are behind him. You understand that, don't you? Yeah, he's one in a million. He's still going ahead and fighting along and carrying his team. But those, wow, he's I can't say best, anything. He's still the best player in the league. He's not the best. Oh, stop okay, okay, okay. Who's better than, than uh, LeBron James right now? Kevin Durant is better than, than LeBron James. No, he's okay? not. Yeah, he is. No, yeah, Kev- no, Kevin Durant is really, really good, Arnie. You know what? I can't call you crazy for saying that, but LeBron right. James is better. He just, by, he just is. By the way, real quick, uh, Big John sends in a tweet. Clay Thompson went to Pepperdine before transferring to Washington State. How did I know that? I don't know why I knew that, but I knew I was right about something about Pepperdine. You see, uh, you made me look like a moron uh, on that one. I don't have so, to make you do anything, Arnie. Yeah, yeah. I, I was wondering why the hell that. Yeah, but the fact that, you know, everybody's just putting them in there or just give it to the Cavaliers and the, the LeBron this and LeBron that. You know, trees don't grow all the way to the end of the sky there, my friends. It reaches a cap once in a while or all the time, and that's what's going to happen or that's what's happening to LeBron. What? Yes. What does that what? even mean? That means trees just don't keep on growing. They stop after a while. I've LeBron never heard does, that before in my life. You Who never told heard you that? that ne- you never heard that expression before in your no. life? Get out of here. It sounds like you've been smoking some trees, Arnie. Jeez, I get it. Yeah, I, in Colorado. Yeah, like that. Like if I lived in Colorado. Are you serious? You never heard that expression before? No, I'm being serious. Oh, wow. Well, that, that, yeah, that's an old expression. That's because you're probably so young you had never heard that. But, well, yeah, no, that yeah, that's it, an old expression. That's like, there. like, like in the, I don't know, like 1800s, 1600s? Yeah, back you know? when I was born in the yeah. 1800s. When you're walking with Cain, you know? Anyway, yeah. my, my, my point was that eventually everybody's got to retire, like Kobe did and like Michael did. And if you think that LeBron's still on top of his game, you're sorely mistaken. I got to tell you, it is, it is great that 15 years that he's taken care of himself and he's still able to get out there and put up the numbers that he has. But he's no longer the best guy in the NBA, all right? So it's not that he's far off. He's still, what, top three or something like that. There's, there's no doubt about that. But I'm, I'm thinking, obviously, Kevin Durant, number one. Also, real quick, I saw the uh, Rockets. I was keeping my eye on the Rockets and the Celtics. Celtics had that game all the way. What a great finals that would be. If it was Boston and Houston, I'm, and I said this prediction uh, Sunday night with Plank, I said the Rockets are making the NBA championship this year. It's not going to be the Golden State Warriors. It's going to be the Rockets. Too much offense, and they have the offense to keep up with Golden State. Nobody had the offense to keep up with Golden State before. Now they do, and that's the Houston Rockets. They are so damn tough. I love the Rockets this year. They may win it. They may, may possibly win it. That, that may be my pick before it's all said and done. Matter of fact, when I get back, I will give you my selections 
uh, for the games this weekend and the upcoming stuff this week. That's coming up next. I'm Orny Spanier. This is Fox Sports Radio. Wow, this show just cruised on by. And you don't have to call me that. What? (laughs) Great news, everybody. There's a quick way you can save money. Just switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Coming up next, straight out of Vegas, the guys give you a Vegas perspective of what they saw this weekend. Let me tell you, I love that show. There's no better place to be for the NCAA tournament than Las Vegas. I, I mean, really, forget about going to the games, which is also fun, but nothing better than to sit at a casino, at a sports book, Watching all the games and putting down a few dollars on it. That, that, that's just the best. Um, real quick. So anyway, the guy is uh, straight out of Vegas coming up at the top of the hour. Big John, sorry, Arnie. I got my Thompsons mixed up. It was Michael Thompson's, Clay's brother, that went to Pepperdine, not Clay. So now I'm more confused than ever. I, I, I don't know what the hell. I don't even know who went to Pepperdine anymore. Uh, and then somebody had to send this in. You'll like this, guys. Mr. Nice Guy doing a fact check on me. Do trees really stop growing? The answer is both yes and no. The trunks of the tree grow wider, and the tree adds new rings every year. But for all practical purposes, trees do not uh, stop growing in height. Wow. You're, not, you're, you're doing it for him, I bet, huh? You guys just don't get that analogy. Another one says, hey, watch your Look, mouth when you're talking about the king, LBJ. He's right, too. LeBron James is the king, and he's the best player in the NBA. I would be willing to bet you LeBron's not even going to find his way into the finals this year. No you doubt about that. You may be right. You may yeah. be right. It would be the uh, first time in a very long time that you were right, but yeah. Wow. Matter of fact, give me a little music. Let me give you my picks. Tell you who I like uh, coming up not only this weekend, but what's happening this week in the world of sports. Play the kiss of death, but I'm here to tell you now that my Arizona Wildcats have won the Pac-12 championship, they've won the conference, now it's time to take the tournament. Cutting down the nets next week on, I believe it's going to be Saturday, will be my Arizona Wildcats and hopefully they'll move up to like a number three seed because I'm not liking where they are at number four right now. So Arnie, Arnie, before you go there, who are they going to beat? Who are, well, they, gonna, who, who are they going to beat? Come well, on, they got on. they got Colorado, Arizona State first, right on that side. Well, that side of the bracket. Who are they going to beat? They'll probably have to beat USC, right, to get on in. Why? Who who do you think they're going to have to beat? Well, I think they're going to have to beat the FBI. Wow. Is that the joke you wanted to get to? Is that what it was? Oh, you, you, see, this is this is why I hate you guys. I was falling for Oh, like, you're such you, a liar. I am, you I'm love like, us. I'm like, I'm, I'm such an idiot. I go, what do you mean who they're going to play? I go, well, I guess I got to pull up the schedule. At, what, the number two seed? There's 12 teams. Yeah, the go, number two me? seed, the FBI. Yeah, I'm like, who the hell do I know That's they're going to beat us? strong two seed right there. Oh, I hate you guys. All right, uh, Purdue. In case you didn't know this, we'll beat Michigan tomorrow. Michigan coming off that great win against Michigan State, but Purdue, best team they've had in a long time, uh, will get the victory there. They've had a great year, no doubt about that. Uh, Cincinnati, I believe, has Wichita State tomorrow. I like Cincinnati, though that's not an upset. I think it's like a 10 against 11. And one other prediction. Everybody's excited about Otani because he struck out like eight Brewers out of 12 outs out there, even though there were B-listed players. 
Oh, he's the next Babe Ruth. He's the next Babe Ruth. Let me tell you something. Otani won't bat 250, and he won't have double-digit wins in pitching. Take that to the bank. Take that to the bank. So there you have my picks. Do them as you please. But please, please, please remember now, they are strictly for entertainment purposes only. I want you to know that. Uh, By the way, I do have to thank the crew, even though I do hate them. Thanks uh, to Eminem Mike Myers for producing the show. Even though he did you do anything today, Mike? I'm just curious. Are you did kidding you... me? I I, I had the, a great uh, factor in this show. I helped you out yeah. with the Eric Crouch information, and uh, I was sitting here laughing while uh, Ryan was just taking you to task. Well, that, that's so funny because now that you bring that up, I got a tweet that said you're pretty much wrong on that one, also. So you, you screwed that up. He said that. Yeah, Scott... yeah, yeah. But a. Did you see I, that? I, yeah, that was my contribution to the show. So, hey, okay, yeah. well, okay. Then you got they said Scott Frost also played uh, another position okay. other than quarterback. But I was so. involved in the show. You asked okay, me a question. I was involved, involved yes. in the show. I helped. Yes, a small part, but yes, you are involved for the show. Small Thanks. is still something. Yes. Thanks to Raider Ryan. I, I'm not sure what he does other That's than get my blood my pressure. That's not my name. My name and, is Papa Bear. And and other than get my blood pressure going and be, I can't. I, I've never met one guy that could be so wrong on just about everything they talk about. Well, to look in the mirror. Yeah, and you know like, what? If your blood pressure is high, don't laugh stay at that. Off that the really salt. Encourages <laughs> if him. your blood pressure is high, lay off the salt. Gosh, don't 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 laugh at that stuff. There. Thanks to Desager uh, for all he does. I'm not sure what he does, but thanks. He, I, I'm sure he does work hard. Uh, so I got to thank Desager out there. He's the uh, heart and, and soul of the show. So he is the heart respect. of the soul of the show. I'm just the host, uh, of course. Coming up next, straight out of Vegas with the guys. They'll give you a Vegas perspective. And like I said, uh, now's the time you want to start following along with the guys, uh, especially with March Madness here. I'm back on Sunday night with my partner, Chris Plank. We're the longest-running show on weekends here at Fox Sports Radio, 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern. That's 8 p. to 11 p. uh, out on the West Coast. Uh, Sunday nights, my partner, Chris Plank. Make sure you tune on in. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Straight out of Vegas, Couple of mix. Thanks to all the guys. I'm Arnie Spanier here on Fox Sports Radio. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.
Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.